Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore as a Jeff Hurst. The trailer looking at Billy Bones. Down all day and low. West Ham United. We celebrate our victories. We stick together in the field. Good evening. Welcome so to Wonders the Podcast. 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 Episode or ten. Good after mor- good after morning or good, good after night. Uh, I'm George, I'm here with Sean. Hi, Sean. Good evening, uh, Talk George. Sport aficionado. Pundit, I like the word pundit. You're banned from Talk Sport. Mm. More of that later. John, hi, John. Hello. And Reese. Hello. How are you, Reese? Decent. How was Journey In? Journey In was brilliant. I managed to make the lights, so no red lights. All you can ask for. There's only one traffic light that I go past <laughs> anyway, but it's always a bonus. Uh, Let's try and avoid talking about football this week, shall we? Just because it was pretty poor. What are you telling me to do? Turn it up in your turn, headphones? Turn the headphones. Oh, yeah, that's it. Headphones up. Loud, Just a, yeah, yeah. Not that much. Yeah, so let's uh, try and avoid talking about as fo- football as much as we can on a football really? podcast. Really? Yeah. What are we going to speak about then? Uh, well, I don't really want to talk about the football the weekend because it's rather depressing. Wouldn't you agree? But we have to talk about it because we yeah, have to no, talk about I know. what we're going to do. I know. Well, what are you going to do? Well... Uh, more Good of that later, but I think we should discuss the game. Let's get the game out of the way. <coughs> Give us the stats. SMF. Give us a stat attack, West George. Ham 1, Norwich City 3. That's wrong, Sean. It's Norwich City 3, West Ham 1. Mm. Yeah, uh, I know. I just couldn't be Possession to 53% to West Ham. Norwich had 47. Surprising. West Ham had 12 shots, 4 on target. Norwich had 14 with 6 on target. And there tells the tale. Long balls, Norwich 25, West Ham 53. Ginger's back. Most well, long balls, Ravzan Rat. Yeah, Johnny Ginge only got 11, ball, by the way. Although Ginge was knocking them long, he only did 11 long balls to Rats 15. Wow. But Norwich were not a long ball team. No, they weren't. Mm. They're not. That's they why they don't win many games. But then again, they should have had more possession at home. Guy Demel tops the player list. It's an interesting choice. 
you know, solid game, I suppose. Ravel Morrison comes in second because he scored probably, and Mark Noble third. Had a good, another good game, I thought. Mark Noble, although he did give the ball away a few times. Mark Noble for crossbar. England. A lot of people have been saying Mark Noble for England on that performance. Or not on Yay that or nay. No, not on the weekend. But he's, general, right. he's, he's never going to get a look season. in when he's playing at West Ham at the moment. The way we are, we're struggling. Yeah. He's never going to get a look in. Did we miss Winston Reid? No, I don't think so. I thought we did. Could be out to the new year, it says today in the paper. James Collins isn't as good as Winston Reid. But no. uh, I don't he still lumps it long. Yeah, I don't think that we missed him particularly. I just think, you know. Would Winston Reid jump in wrong. that wall? Well, I would, 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 have liked, would have liked someone to jump in that wall. Just anyone would have done. Hmm. Uh, was, a, was a pretty good free kick. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, he, let's he, talk he, about the he first He did win half, the foul, like. didn't he, the guy? Old Snodgrass, he yeah. did win it. He see old Ginge coming at him and sort of cat weasel. He looks like cat weasel, doesn't he? Snodgrass yeah, looks, looks like cat looks weasel. Like tramp. <laughs> tramp. Oh, that looks so let's talk about the first half because the first half we looked good. I thought we were going to. We could have been two or three, even four nil up at half time. We they looked been rubbish. Mm. They hadn't turned up. We were passing the ball around with our silky skills, and Ravel Morrison back on form. Just put him in, back in my dream team. And uh, he steps one in, and uh, one nil up, and we think job done. In fact, let's come back second half and finish off the job. But it wasn't like that because it was a game of two halves, wasn't it, George? Yes, it was. Oh, and, uh, what happened? Sean. What did? Oh, who knows? If, if what we, did if Houghton we... say? Because he didn't change the team around. He didn't change the formation around. Houghton apparently. Houghton. Is that a Hewton's friend? Howden apparently didn't say anything. <laughs> Chris Hewton. Hewton, Hewton, sorry. He apparently didn't say a great deal when some of the players stood up and had a go at each other. And really? Yeah. Was it Snodgrass I heard, today. possibly? Snodgrass? Cat no, Weasel? Was ruddy. Was it? That's what I said in the paper, what I read in the paper today. He's not one to tell people to play better. But uh, whatever it was, everybody <laughs> had a goals. poor second half. I think... That we were so comfortable in the first half, but again, we were so comfortable with outscoring, you know, enough goals when you've got that much possession. Mm. And we were so comfortable, and I think they came out smoking their cigars in the second half, thought they had it all wrapped up and won. And unfortunately. At the bottom, uh, before we talk about Yussi, Carlton Cole, ineffective. Totally. Yeah, came, you, came on, lost the ball for your time. Yeah, uh, didn't do a thing. Kevin Nolan, ineffective. Jarvis, ineffective. Yeah. I mean, Yaskalainen made a mistake, but he's been... Well, he didn't just oh, yeah. make one mistake. He made two mistakes, didn't he, really? Well... The first mistake was, you know, he hadn't... Dropping an easy catch. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, should have kept on to it, and then obviously gives away the penalty. He doesn't even bother to save it after it was his mistake. I mean, shocking. Uh, but secondly... All right, the wall didn't jump, and and I'm sure Sam will speak to them so why they didn't jump. Can't make a wall for penalty. Um, but should he? That. He should have done better. <laughs> he should have done better, though, shouldn't he? Well, he didn't well, even right, that free kick, Sean was. No, that is was exactly how it needed to be. Yeah, yeah, he shouldn't have. So you think he c- he can't be blamed no, for getting to the free kick? That. No, no, it's the wall's fault for not jumping. Uh, things bit happen, of, it's it? like Ginge giving away a rash free kick again just outside the box we had a couple of free chances for free kicks didn't we it's, I said to you George didn't I wouldn't it be nice to have someone walk up to their comfortably knowing that you got a really good chance of scoring yeah. I can't remember the last time we scored a set piece free kick like that but you know what still yeah, away Tristan. from home 
Away from home, we still haven't conceded a goal from open play. Two penalties now and one free kick is the three goals we've conceded away from home. Oh, well, no, sorry. Well, what about the last one? I was forgetting. Goal. Damn, I forgot about the last one. I'm not counting the one at 90 minutes. That was fair enough. I'm sure that's a new premise. See, see, I'd switched off by then. You're starting to sound like Sam Allardyce. I know. I'd forgotten all about... Who put the last goal in in the the 90s? Yeah, we have conceded a goal. Uh, I stand corrected. You're right. We have conceded one by open play. I'm talking bollocks earlier. Talking talking, talking about about talking bollocks. (laughs) Uh, Let's listen to what Sam Allardyce had to say. Sean, please, can you introduce... Let's hear what the pissed-off gaffer had to say. Sam, was that a game of two halves? First half that you bossed and the second half that Norwich were more in control of? Well, we let them get in control by our unfortunate errors that we made, um, which gave them a little bit of life. And uh, when you do that, then you get the crowd up, you get the players up who were struggling badly in the first half. We completely dominated the game, creating chances, got the goal that we deserved, could have got more. And we really just said at half-time it's very important that we continue like that and not make the sort of errors that we made. But sadly, you know, on the field of play, um, at critical times, somebody makes a mistake, you get punished for it. And, uh, and I think that today uh, we just gave Norwich the opportunity to lift themselves and get back in the game when we were in complete control, which is very, very sad from our point of view. But there, there it is. It's... Uh, it's a kick in the teeth, particularly after we've done so much as we've done away from home all season. In clean sheet terms, we've hardly conceded a goal. Only one penalty, which shouldn't have been a penalty today, ended up being another penalty. And then a free kick that we shouldn't shouldn't have given away. And the third one didn't really matter because everybody was going all out. Either do we get back in the game or don't we? But... Uh, you know, it's uh, difficult to take when uh, we've done as much as we have, and we all know how important it was to get a result here today. And today, for me, result, that result should have, on the balance of play, I always started been a win. So it's us that have thrown it away and gifted it to Norwich. You mentioned that penalty to Norwich. How soft a penalty was it to give away? Should it have been a penalty in the first place? You seem to intimate that it should. Well, have been. I mean, it's just you could say it's soft, but I mean, he's, he's taking advantage of getting a contact, feeling the contact from Yussi's right arm. Uh, and, and going down. The problem was is you see mishandled it twice before that. So that's the problem really, not 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 the soft penalty that ref it shouldn't have got to that. And that really knocked us back. You know, you can't concede a goal but so the way we conceded the goal I think it you know, it killed the lads for 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 a while. But then again when we're recovering from that and getting ourselves back in the game um, and that's a couple of chances uh, we lose Easy possession in our own half, give another free kick away, and uh, uh, Snodgrass, who's really good at them, because we showed the players um, that he's put a couple of those in, uh, puts another one in, and uh, that's unfortunate for us this year, because there's four of those free kicks gone in against us already this year, um, and uh, you wouldn't get um, four against you all season normally, never mind four in the first 11 games. You mentioned beforehand that it was a, a six-pointer game and Norwich, in fact, have moved above you now in the Premier League table, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's our fault and that we've let them get above us. I, don't, I think that uh, we've, uh, uh, we've got to a position to uh, be as doing the sort of job we've been doing all season away from home and then, and then we've let it slip, but, you know, 10 or 15 minutes in this game. We've let it go and end up in Norwich's favour. Where, uh, uh, you know, like I said, we shouldn't have, shouldn't have done that on the balance of play, particularly the way we played in the first half and how we controlled the game. 
There you have it. Sam Allardyce, did anyone else get a little bit bored listening to that? Well, yeah, it's the same old excuses, I guess. Mm. But um, What can he say, though? What can he expect? He's got us, you know... Well, he could have kept it short and sweet, but, um, you know, I think he put the pressure on originally by saying it was a six-pointer. I'm not sure he needed to put the pressure on the players by saying it was a six-pointer. Uh, some things oh, don't do you think they said. really all, well, yeah. all went out there? Went, I oh, think oh, that was God, it. Oh, this is a six-pointer. Mm. Um, really? No. <laughs> sort of ten games into the but season. It, it's a bit telling when he says, you know, we've conceded four free kicks like that. One would think is, well, Sam, why aren't we practising more? Why aren't we trying to counter that? You know, he's supposed to be a defensive genius. When Wally Downs left us... a free kick? Sorry? How can you counter a free kick? Well, a bloody walk jump for a start, Reese. That would be one start, but, but of course you... Oh, all right. Well, there are ways. Don't are you try saying, and show him up. Are you, only, <laughs> are you saying <laughs> that there are no ways... I'm saying that there's some to free counter kicks a free that kick. you have to just turn around and say, fair play. I think this one could have been countered. Leighton Baines's one's prime example. But... To be I fair, uh, Snodgrass Cat Weasel is not Leighton Baines. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's up there with free kick taking. No, but I think he should be more looking at how the free kicks are being given. Yeah, That's not why. Giving, not All right, well, they said they've watched rash, videos of Snodgrass. Tackles. So if they've been watching videos of Snodgrass, yeah, why didn't the they deal point. with it better? It's the point of Was it unstoppable? made the tackle before that. In your professional view, that happened, right? All In right. your professional view... Was that um, free kick unstoppable, or do you think the defenders and the goalkeeper could have done something? Well, he could have. He could always have done something, but it's, it was a decent free kick. I just think we've got to defend the set pieces better. Sam's teams do not go down. Sam's teams do not go down. Flash points. Um, do we have anything more to say about the Norwich game, anyone? Lovely or kit. Can we just pass, pass on? Oh, yeah, pass Sean, on. any comments on the kit this week? <laughs> on the kit? Yeah. Why? What did I say last about the kit last week? You week? were pointing and talking about the Aston Villa kit for a good five minutes. <laughs> did I? Yeah. yeah. Why? Who, who gave me that feedback? No, oh, no one. Just my own feedback. Well, they were canary yellow, weren't they? So I don't mind yellow. Canary I thought, yellow. I, I thought um, canary the <laughs> yellow. <laughs> I quite like the yellow. In the second half, Sean, they were angry birds. Hey. There you go. Sure. We, need, we need a striker. We need yeah, a striker. It's not, it's not news, though, is Jermaine it? Defoe. Jermaine Defoe. Well, we're going to talk about the future bit a little bit no. in a minute on our, our form. Are we? Yeah. It doesn't say on air we are. Yeah, it does. You can't add. Number five. It's already clogged up. That's got After, nothing to do with Jermaine yeah, Defoe. Yeah, I will talk about that. Um, <laughs> you are, uh, Sean, you have an uh, interview to play out next. Yeah, I don't I, really know um, much about it, so can you... Well, uh, I was due to talk to uh, someone else this week and do an interview uh, with someone from SAB, uh, but uh, gladly um, someone stepped in at the last minute and I did a quick interview with... Uh, he's been a guest of the podcast last season. Uh, he's got a new fanzine called uh, Blowing Bubbles, which is getting very popular, and uh, as you'll hear, Julian Dix now writes for it. It's uh, the editor, David, from Blowing Bubbles. And we welcome back to more than just a podcast. Uh, it's David. He's the editor of Blowing Bubbles, one of the new uh, West Ham fanzines that's free of charge on the internet. Welcome, David. Hi, Sean. Hi. Um, we, I think we spoke last year, didn't we, when you just launched? How, how's the new uh, fanzine going? Yeah, it's actually been going really well. Um, our subscriptions are up a, uh, a crazy amount, and... Uh, We've been, people reading it seem to be enjoying it because they're coming back for more and we've been peaking at about 2,500 readers per issue this season. Yeah, I think you, haven't you got Julian Dix writing for you as well? Did I read that in uh, your latest uh, episode? Yeah, episode. 
publication. <laughs> Julian has signed up to do a column every month. I mean, obviously, sometimes we have more than two home games a month, but we, we, we're going to try and, you know, just just to keep him to one, doing one a month. And uh, he's uh, he's trying to he's trying to put a positive slant on his columns because I think sometimes people think that he comes across a bit negative. Um, but it's been a bit difficult for him to put such a positive slant when. He's not been too impressed with, with what he's really been seeing. And, uh, well, let's, let's, let's talk about that now, and you've got a chance to plug the uh, fanzine at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in return, I'm sure, for a plug in your, your next uh, fanzine. Um, obviously, we're all disappointed with the Norwich game, but it comes on the back of, uh, well, after the win, I think a draw, a draw, a loss, a draw, a draw, and now another loss. Um, I understand our form is about third worst in the Premier League at the moment. Uh, obviously, 10 points from 11 games, not good enough. Where's it all going wrong, Dave? Well, I think, to be honest, it goes back to the start of the season. I mean, putting, it does seem to be that we've put all our eggs into the one basket with Andy Carroll. Um, and from what I... I've done a bit of research on the injury. And from what I can gather, like this kind of injury that he's got... It's something that he's always going to have issues with. So how long he's going to be out for when he does actually come back, he's probably likely that he's going to still be missing games through uh, the same injury, again, depending on how hard he's pushed. I mean, if we've got a few games that get cancelled and, uh, you know, suddenly we're playing Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday for a couple of games, it's going to put a lot of strain on him. And then we're back in the same position again where we're going to have to be playing 4-6-0 and really ha- hope that we get a penalty or... Um, you know, we get we get a goal from a corner or a set piece, and then just win games one nil. Yeah, so uh, a lot of knee jerk reactions saying sack the manager, uh, sack the board. What's what's your view? Do we, well, we stick? To, to be honest, I was really surprised to see that on Twitter after the Norwich game because up up to when UC dropped an absolute howler and one which I really hope got into the dressing room and apologised each individual player for. Um, I thought we were absolutely fine. I was sitting there actually quietly confident that we were just we were going to absolutely stroll the game. You know, I thought perhaps we were going to regret the fact that we didn't take all the chances that we had earlier on, and that proved to be the case. But even at one all, I thought, you know what? We'll, you know, we'll probably get there'll be another chance for us between now and the end of the game. But I mean, the second goal, I still can't believe Snodgrass got the uh, got man in the match. I mean, it was a moment of pure class from him. And even then, I thought, you know what? We'll, we'll, you know, we were playing. Good, we were actually playing good football because there was no outlet to go up top, so we had to keep it on the floor. And I thought we were actually doing quite all right. And then we had to start chasing the game at two-one. And once you start chasing the game, everything goes out the window. And you know, players like Nolan then suddenly become less apparent. And uh, I think that's probably what started all the immediate reaction to get rid of the managers and the team and the board and all of that. Yeah. One one person who impressed you on Saturday and one person who you were least impressed with? Um, I have to say I was very impressed with um, Rival again. Um, I mean, I I was quite sceptical when I saw him sort of get a bit of a run in, in the team, but I've seen him live now so many times and I just watch him and uh, I just think he's a, he's a brilliant player and I hope, I hope that he, he keeps his feet on the ground and that uh, they continue to sort of um, what play to his strengths really player I least impressed with well I think UC was the person from my point of view um, I really really he shouldn't be making those mistakes and uh, he then went on to kind of make a couple of kind of 
indecisive decisions a bit later on in the game. And as someone who is supposed to be Mr. Reliable, or was always Mr. Reliable for Bolton, and has been for us so far, um, I, I, I put the three points lost purely down to, to that to that clangor, really. Yeah, so um, not a lot we can do now. Just got to hope that Andy Carroll comes back. Uh, you know, we're at the financial fair play wage limit. January comes. Hopefully we offload a few players. Yeah. Uh, what would you do? You're in charge. You're the board. You're the manager. Who do you bring in? One player. Uh, I'm not going to say budget uh, unlimited, but, you know, let's say you've got uh, seven, eight million pounds. Mm. Who, who, who do you bring in for that money? Well, I, I wouldn't spend seven or eight million on a, on a player, but the player that I've got in mind is uh, Jordan Rhodes. Um, whenever I see him play, I think he's been, he's really impressed me. And uh, he scores goals. I mean, he, he just scores goals. And I can't believe that he's not been snapped up by another Premier League club. Um, and every time I seem to watch um, him play, he scores. Or he's just, he looks like he's always a threat. And I think he'd be perfect in our setup. Um, and I don't think you'd need to spend seven or eight million on him. And I don't think his wages would be particularly high. So I think in terms of players have to offload to bring him in, I think that would be perfect. Um, and yeah. the one the one player who I was disappointed to see, and I'm glad he's come back, but I wish that he'd been here all the whole time, was Carlton Cole. Um, you know, I think it all came down to money. I think he probably wanted the same wage to um, to sit on the bench. Um, and I suppose you can't, as chairman, you can't predict that your main striker is going to be out. So they've kind of probably gone, OK, fair enough, well, see you later. And then, you know two months down the line they realise there is their ways and he's back you know perhaps if he'd yeah. stayed and um, actually done a full pre-season and been leading the line from the first game maybe perhaps we wouldn't be in as in as dire situation as we are at the moment yep perhaps but uh, lo- lots of this and buts it's going to be a long season last question before you can do your plug are we going to be in a relegation dogfight no Good. That's that's the decisive answer I was looking for, rather than a lot of uh, uh, yes/no answers. Absolute. I agree with you. I think it's a no as well. But a lot of people are are saying yes, and I suppose they're entitled to their opinions. Right. We're short on time tonight, David. Thanks for being our guest on more than just a podcast for the second time. If people want to read your fanzine because they haven't read it already, uh, where can they find it? Yeah, it's blowing-bubbles.co.uk. Um, and it comes out on uh, the Thursday evening, Friday morning, before every home game, every Premier League home game, that is. OK, and they can follow you on Twitter? Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, Blowing Bubbles, um, but the uh, the first O is, uh, is zero. Um, someone else had Blowing Bubbles as their uh, Twitter handle, so we had to be a bit adventurous for that. Excellent. Well, uh, thanks for being our guest. I'm sure we will catch up soon. Brilliant. Thanks, Sean. There you go. There's David from Blowing Bubbles. Yeah, thanks, David, for stepping in at the last minute. Yeah, if you could listen to the intro that Sean gave to that, just in the like small talk before we started recording there. It's been quite rude to David there. I wasn't Sean. being rude. I was just short of time because I had an appointment. Got to wrap this up. I've got to go. I've got to you shoot. Don't, you I've got don't to shoot. tell the man. Thanks for coming on the podcast doing yeah. an interview, but I've got to go, so can we hurry this up, please? Oh, that's not exactly your, your... That's not exactly how I should be a chore. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> number five. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. On the running order. <laughs> eat, sleep, draw, repeat. Eat, eat sleep, sleep, draw, lose, repeat. repeat. Eat, sleep, lose, repeat. Eat, sleep, draw, yeah, repeat. Right, come on. So basically, God. this is about our form, isn't it? Really, and also making a what, sound, the form for the, and also, also making a sound bite for you to use for a future song as well. That's that's the reason. Sorry, can you can well. we just have a pause and can you do that again? Eat, sleep, draw, repeat. Eat, sleep, win, repeat. No, don't just don't, <laughs> don't do it again. <laughs> no, so I don't know if you've seen the um, form, but it's uh, <laughs> last eight games. I've noticed. Draw, it. loss, loss, win, Yay. loss. Draw, draw, loss. Mm. That form is the third worst in the Premier League relegation form in the last eight games. However, the bookies now have us 9-2 to with Bet365 to be relegated. However, Palace, Sunderland, Fulham, Cardiff, Norwich, Hull and Stoke, and this is today's odds, are still worse odds than us. So, big question, guys. Relegation form? Long season ahead. Relegation or? form. Yeah. There's no uh, question. It will be a really form. average season. We'll probably finish around 14th or 16th, my guess is. And uh, we won't see any exciting football, apart from, you know, but the as I say, victory Sam's teams do not go down. I don't think we'll go down. I'm still confident yeah. we won't go down. So what do we need to do? And this comes back into... Buy a striker. Yeah. So... Uh, Jermaine we'll Defoe loves striker. West Ham. Jermaine Defoe loves West Ham. So that's... Um, are you now trying to do sound bites for a new song? Jermaine Defoe loves West Ham. Jermaine Defoe loves West Ham. Um, buying a striker, you've got, <laughs> as I asked David on there, you've got £8 million to spend in January. John, who'd you spend it on? What, just like, yeah, no, no thought at all. No. Yeah, no, do do we have £8 million? Pounds? I'm saying we do. Oh. Do you I'm know? We do. do you know? I'm not at liberty to say, John. I'm not at liberty to say. Oh, I've heard that we I don't, don't have any money. I wouldn't. I wouldn't spend any money. I wouldn't pay a transfer All right, fee. Well, just forget about I'd, transfer I'd tra- fee or a loan. Go and get what's his name. Go and get Adebayo on loan. I'd move the eight million into the wage budget and buy. 
You Ooh. can't do that. Why? Financial fair play. You can't just move £8 million. You can on football manager. A bonus. You can in football manager. Reese. Manager. manager. I don't know. Football manager. Uh, who would you, you have? Jordan Rhodes for eight mil. Well, that's what David said, actually. That's Did exactly you get what him? David said. I don't know if he'd come for eight mil. I don't want him. Let's get a he premiership score. So then, who would you have? Is I'm sure he would. Who is it for, for you, eight then, mil, George? Jermaine Defoe. Would you, uh, and I would still say, he's not eight mil, is he, Jermaine Defoe? No. I would still say Denver Bar. I still believe that Denver Bar would come back to us and still do a job for us. I think, <laughs> no disrespect Mental. to Carlton, Car- uh, sorry, Carlton Cole, no disrespect to Jermaine Defoe, but he's a bit on the small side. And if we, our style of play is to whip it in and lump it up to the big chap up front, if Andy Carroll's not around, so then we've gone round, Denver Bar. We've all come round, we've got... We've said two Tottenham strikers. I've said Adebayor. I've said a Chelsea striker. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to happen. Dem- Denver Bar Bar could have come to us in the summer. He chose not to. Yeah. It's simple as that, Sean. I don't know where you think. Where the hell are you getting information from? Well, Denver Bar, I believe, still will. You need a Prem striker, didn't you? If the money's right for him, Denver Bar is a mercenary you can't, you can't and he will come to us, I promise you. Denver Bar's left, though. Denver Bar left for Chelsea as soon as the money come in. He left Newcastle well, he's a as soon as the money. We know that. Yeah. They all are. It's the end of the day, it's a job. Um, only other thing, Aludiera is, is back. Yes. Because um, he we thought he was going to be out for the season. But he, he, <laughs> had a, he had a development <laughs> squad <laughs> game. <laughs> can, he, can he play any parts in our... Not up front. He's well, a midfielder, isn't he? He yeah. is a midfielder, but can he, can he come in and... Midfield we just need right. goals. No one says it has to come from the... You know, we can play false nines all, all season. Uh, it looks like to. we are going to bloody play false nines all season. Aladici. With old Nolan up front. Aladonchi. Aladonchi. So what do we do? <laughs> We get a striker, but not one of the ones we mentioned. Putting more money in, it goes worse. They'll probably dig someone out but that we've got you've a, never heard of. Yeah. The thing we've got to do, and I'm going to quickly talk about this, to to buy someone in the transfer window, we have to offload wages. So we're going to have to get rid of. So quickly... How long's Cole's deal? We need probably three players to get out to be able to afford a good player. Get out! Which three players would you get rid of? Con Cole. All right, let's start with George. Carlton Cole, one. He's on page you play, so he doesn't cost very much. Matt, Matt, Taylor. Matt Taylor. Yeah. Linda McCartney. Yeah. Mm. Are they your three as well? Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's good, good, yeah. good three, I think. And then there's people like Jarvis, you'd think maybe oh, too. But no, you're not going to get rid of no, Jarvis. No, but then I still think, yeah, you're just not going to get rid of them. They make, about, a, like, make a massive loss on Let's make a yeah. controversial one. How about Kevin Nolan? It's not going to happen, is it? Sam, Sam. Never go. What, one Sam last thing I heard someone talking about, and it might have even been on another podcast, so I do apologise if it was. <laughs> but there's others about <laughs> the possibility of one day Kevin Nolan being the West Ham manager and Sam Allardyce moving upstairs as director of football. What do you think about that? <laughs> no. No, thank you. No, it's a nice idea. No. It's not. It will never happen, Sean. It's not even worth wasting breath over. Okay. Up next on Wanderers Podcast is, well, we're trying to cut him out, but this, this oh next part's all about Sean. If you could see that. My premier um, appearance your, on TalkSport. Your, your premier appearance. Well, have I, spoke, premier. have I been on TalkSport before? No. 
Yeah. Just wouldn't class it as your premiere. Yeah, premier yeah I wouldn't describe right. it as a premiere. Not a Hollywood A-list. My, my first and last appearance on Talk Sports Sports Bar, which is George's favourite It is my favourite show. And I've spoilt it for him. You have, well, you completely spoil any affiliation the podcast could have had with that show, Sean. But to be fair, and in my defence, they upset me first. I had a well, cold. They just mis- right? mispronounce your name, that's all. I had a cold. I had a chest infection <laughs> when they asked me to go onto the show. A hammer who's uh, the producer asked me to go on the show at the last minute. I don't think they really are upset, you know, Sean. No. He would have been joke. the one. He would have been the one who uh, put your name into the system. Yeah, of course. So he obviously accidentally put an A in your name. No, in, I don't in think Goldstein's defence. I'm sure no. he did. It's you're oh, not going to say your name is Wheatstone. It hasn't got any A in it. Yeah. It's Whetstone. Quite <laughs> clearly Whetstone. Play the clip. Oh. Yes, sir. We've got two fans from tonight, as we always do. We can uh, talk West Ham. We be- begin with that. They face Norwich on Saturday, which is a game, of course, you can hear live on Talk Sport. West Ham's more than just a podcast host. is Sean Wheatstone, and he joins us now to preview that game. Sean, good evening to you. Right, Sean. It's uh, Wetstone, actually. I do. Yeah, you, you put him right. <laughs> well, you tell him. I'm going to call you Dave Wheatstone, just for... Well, it sounds like, I've been listening, it sounds like um, a little bit of uh, Saturday night, uh, Saturday morning kitchen and uh, hospital radio at the moment. Have you? A shawl has come out. The shawl, you'll find a few haymakers. You need to be careful. Goodness. Well, you, yeah. you nice to speak to you, Sean. You've just taken it down a notch when you've come on, Sean. How about that? <laughs> That's no worries. Uh, good luck in the game against Norris. Come on, you canaries. <laughs> No, okay, all seriousness. Um, let's talk about your side, because it's, of course, at Carrow Road. It's a half-five kickoff. And uh, what do you make of West Ham? Before we talk about this game, Sean, what do you make of West Ham's season so far? Well, we're, 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 we've got one of the best defensive records, haven't we? You know, we've got a, a Champions League defence at the moment. Uh, shame that we lost Winston Reid for a few games, but we've got old Ginge coming back in. Uh, Who's old Ginge, for those of us that don't know? James Collins, yeah. of course. Yep. Um, and... Um, yeah, we just can't score the goals. Mm. Um, Where are the goals going to come from then, Sean? Well, obviously Andy Carroll. They're not going to come from uh, Carlton Co, are they? They can't um, come from the treatment room, Sean. No, they won't. So, no, I, we've got a plan, though, guys, right? I've just worked out. We've got two wins. We've got four draws. We've got 28 games left. 27 draws and one win will get us 40 points, though. So. <laughs> Unbeaten between now and the end of the season. Well, and safety, is that what you're and saying? And safety. Is there any talk? Because, you know, it, it's been a bit of a strange start for West Ham. Not, not scoring enough goals, but still picking up points. Yeah, well, um, Sam's teams don't go down, do they? So, we're, we're all hopeful that Andy will come back and we'll start to pick up the points. But ten points is not good enough. You know, we've had lots of chances. Um, I, think, I think Sam Aladici said it himself in the press match conference last week, you know, if only we'd scored a goal in, in a few of the games, uh, we'd be on 18 points by now. Very profound from uh, Big Sam. Mm. I, yeah, I think a lot of teams could say that. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you about that game at, at Spurs. Was it a freak result? Was it a, a freak performance? Or is that the sort of performance that you think can, can happen quite often this season if, if West Ham do turn it on? Yeah, well, who knows? I mean, we did it with Chelsea last season, didn't we? And, you know, that was a, a brilliant day out for us. Um, we could do it again. Uh, at White Hart Lane. Obviously, we've got the court final coming up. But they didn't really turn up. I don't think some of their players really understood that it was a London derby or what a London derby was. Um, the mastermind Sam Aladici set up the false nine and uh, they didn't know who to mark. Mm. Now, we can't pull that stroke every week. We've tried it <laughs> nearly every week since then. It hasn't worked. But 
I still think we can pull one or two big surprises off this year. How do you think Samuel Adichie will rate his start to the season so far? Do you think he'll be happy, or do you think happy, he'll perhaps Adichie. be... Happy Adichie. Happy <laughs> Do you think he'll be happy Adichie, or do you think he'll... No, he's not happy. You know, Gee. Sam looks at things, you know, in these are the games we can win, etc., and he, he looks at games in sections, and, and, and he's behind where he thinks we should be already. So, you know, I don't think he's happy. Um, but, again, it's nice to be a West Ham fan and not worry. I'm not worried about relegation um, because I just don't think his teams will go down. OK. Sean, thank you for coming on. Quick prediction for the game. Um, I, well, you've got it as your live game. I will say it will be a really enthralling nil-nil. Or maybe we'll nick it 1-0 okay. with a Mark Noble penalty. You've been, you've been a bundle of loss. Remind <laughs> us to get you on again, Sean. <laughs> no worries, Sean. Enjoy the game. There you go, Sean. Whitstone. His last appearance on the sports bar. <laughs> well done, Sean. Got yourself banned from the sports yeah. bar. Yeah, the flag yeah. is always... Well, if they can't get my name right, you know, I don't want to go back. What I don't understand is... is Dave Wheatstone. You've brought that here tonight. You actually <laughs> want that put on the podcast. It doesn't make any sense to me. Why? What are you saying? I talked to a load of bollocks on Talk Sport. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah it's, it's just, just what, what, Why is that any different to what I do every week on the podcast? <laughs> I don't know, because it's national. But there's only ten people listening to this. <laughs> so you ain't got Oh, that's not it. right, though. Our, our ratings are one. I know, but... Anyway. It's a bit harsh. <laughs> <laughs> why are you picking on us? That is, yeah. that is Talk Sport, you know. More than just a podcast fantasy league update. Guess Go. who's top? Uh, Georgie Porgy. I'm top. George. I'm top of the league. With a 679, no, 697 points. Yeah, well done. First Thank time you. there. Sean up to second place with 689 points. I'm only eight points behind you now, by the way. John climbs 14 places to 27. Well done, John. Or 27th. And he scored the most points out of all of us. Yeah, 27th. 69 points, John. Yeah, that's not bad, is it? And Reese is up 12 places. Yeah, he's don't need to Reece. change my team. Because right, Norwich won. It's because Norwich won. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can air no, But I noticed six of your players are either injured or not playing. <laughs> I don't know. Coutinho's back, I think. You He's in really 81st need to do position some with 536. I'm all right. Points. Van Persie scored. It's fine. And last and very least, Tom Boylan. 120th. With 365 points. Pick up your game, Tom. Yeah, yeah pick Snodgrass up your game, Tom. Yeah, thing. Snodgrass. You've got Snodgrass. <laughs> Boo. 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 I didn't mean yes. it like that. Um, Sean, can you talk? Yeah, I can talk. <laughs> Why? Because I need to get the podcast group up. So uh, we're going to do um, Facebook and Twitter comments. And earlier I asked whether people want to get their frustrations, their anger out by venting their spleen at uh, Saturday's result. And uh, George is about just to bring up a what everybody said. Sorry, I'm just logging on to facebook.com forward slash more than just a podcast. Ah. And because we're still <laughs> pissed off about the result, we can't be even be bothered to uh, pause and uh, edit. Aaron Watkins says, I don't think I have the energy to write how annoyed I feel at the moment with West Ham. One word, embarrassing. Ooh. Nice. Tim Grist says, It's a depressing time for us Irons at the moment. Since that great win at Spurs, it's gone very bad. Surely we've got to change that formation and bring back Lee. He can score. Interesting. P.S. Love the show. Listen every week. Thanks, Tim. Oh, nice. Glad you enjoy it. Gary Prince says, If Downing was playing against us, he would smash a free kick into the top corner. Playing for us, he kicks it low into the wall. Why is this? Why is this, John? 
Back to dear John. Well, he's the I, oldest I, and wisest on the podcast. He just wants to finish his I podcast. Don't, know. don't ask him. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry for asking. Joan Rutherford <laughs> says, "I was so confident at halftime. What happened? The home crowd was quiet until Norwich scored. I think you just answered your own question there, Joan. Thank you for thank you all of our travelling supporters. You were brilliant. What else can we do? We have Ravel and Joe Cole. We need to run at our opponents and stop the endless crosses. Things will get better. We missed Winston, didn't we?" We talked a little about that earlier. I don't think we did. I think we did. I think time will tell. He's out to New Year. Tom Wayne says... Sorry, I agree with what you're saying about the endless crossing as well. Yeah. Good point, Joan. We need to stop. Yeah, because they haven't worked out Andy Carroll's not there. Yeah, stop putting (laughs) the ball (laughs) Andy Carroll's not there. (laughs) Stop crossing the ball because there's no one there to meet it. Tom Wayne says, take the win at Spurs away. Take the win at Spurs away. Not as in take the win at Spurs yeah, away. Don't take it away because it was really good. Take No, no, take it away. I don't want to take it away. No, we were there. Me saying. and John were there. I don't want to take it away. This has been an awful season if you take the win at Spurs away. Yeah, but I don't want to take it away. There were loads of top class... <laughs> Sean, shut up. <laughs> there were loads of top... like a kid. There were loads of top class strikers out there that we didn't get. And now we're paying the price for Sam's gamble. Boney, Bent, Lukaku, Remy, <laughs> and more. Boney, Bent. <laughs> Did he now? <laughs> Is this an inside story? If we do stay up this season, it will be <laughs> Boney, Bent, Lukaku. More. If we do stay up this season, it will be more down to the other teams being terrible than us being good. Saturday was the turning point for me with Sam. He's got to start winning now or he has to go. Get someone in that has more than one way of playing. Dole football is tolerable when you're winning, but he's not even doing that now. Fair point. Nigel Khan says, What did people expect when Sam was appointed? Stylish football. Many fans were pleased when we got him, so all we can do is suck it up and hope it don't end in tears in May. Changing him now won't do him anything. They are all his players. First half I thought was neat football, but toothless. When you can't score, instead of playing zero strikers, let's try 2v Chelsea. Nothing to lose except the game, of course. Well... Nigel doesn't like Sam anyway, so any time Sam slips up, he wants to put the boot in. Two quick points. One, I <laughs> was quite cross after it all and what tweeted out utter embarrassment. Letter, didn't you? I wrote utter embarrassment. And a uh, friend of the show, Nick Frost of Shaun of the Dead, tweeted out saying, we have a big problem. Is that Big Sam? So I'm just trying to put a celebrity angle on it. Hmm. Well done, um, if, And if you look at the Facebook group, um, I've just uploaded a video today. Have you it's seen? It's not funny at all. I think I don't it's know funny about those plug. fans who go and stalk some of the players at the. Uh, oh, that's hilarious. I think it's quite funny. Oh, they hilarious. do what? They go and they on, go and stalk. on the Twitter, which is at more more TGA yeah. podcast. Says Robert Jesse says, "Does Morrison need a rest? Where did he go in the second half? He was tired. Mm. He'd been all up all night, like DJing and like." Saying dench to being, his friends. Being ten- trendy. Um, that's it for the Facebook, Twitter questions and comments. We uh, just booked our tickets for or put our form in for uh, the quarterfinals for Spurs Day, haven't we, George? Yeah. Looking forward to that. Ooh. Yeah. Sort of. But our next game, we've got an international break. <laughs> international break um, next week. So we've we got Monday around. Off. Yeah, we have got Monday off. Should, 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 should we have a no. Christmas party? Was it too early? It's a bit early. We could go to Nando's. Ribs of rib oh, shack. Let's go to the rib, rib shack. shack. Yeah, is there a rib shack? No. It's on Sean. Chelsea. Prediction for Chelsea. Or start with Reese, the Chelsea fan. 
Four nil. <laughs> West Ham. No. 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 I'm going to go for a three-one loss. Get revenge for last year. I'm going to go for eat, sleep, draw, repeat. Eat, sleep, draw, repeat. Nil-nil. John, <laughs> just say nil-nil. I think. I think we're going to win. <gasps> oh my god! The pessimist turns optimist. The only optimist—they—they are struggling. Did you see their game this weekend? They were so poor. El Struggolino. Mm, they El were struggling. yeah, they were a bit they lucky. Only, it was only a ref who apparently was a Villa fan. Did you hear this? They had a, a Villa fan. They who had a gave dodgy, them a penalty, yeah, dodgy pen, allegedly. And uh, I think we're going to have to. We need a reaction this weekend or next weekend. We need a reaction. <gasps> But so where will the goals come from? Well, he's can't, can't. I don't know what his problem is with the army. What's <laughs> his, what is right. the problem? That's a good point. We, we, we didn't discuss this, but he does have a point with the army. What's the problem or with the army? Or Collison has something on him, like a love child or something like that. Why does, <laughs> why does Collison get picked over the army at the moment? I don't know. But no, I, I, I mean, I would... The only week, person who knows is big, 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 big Sam. Week, who is I really, want, really angry. I wanted Nolan off the army on is what I wanted. Yeah. Well, they'll go Don't. away and have a break. Are they off? Are they off to like Dubai or somewhere oh, sunny somewhere. or Dunno. just training? Well, Ravel's with the under-21s and a few of our players are with their respective international teams. But we teams, save so. 100 grand by flying Winston Reid off in a private plane. Oh, were we paying for that, were we? Yeah, yeah. The chairman had uh, offered to play £100,000 for a private, to charter a private offered plane. Offered to play it? Pay it. Oh. Uh, there and back. So that's 100 grand saved. Nice. We could, give oh. it, we could give it a discount for tickets to the fans. Maybe mm. they injured him on purpose. <sighs> conspiracy theory. Well, there was a conspiracy, conspiracy theory things. that the only reason he wasn't going to go and play for New Zealand was this was all a fake injury and it would get better. But in the paper so. today, they're now talking about there's only he a 1% he chance he'll come back for he wouldn't miss, Chelsea. He wouldn't miss it. He wouldn't and choose to miss his country's he, well, And he could he be out for the whole rest of the year. That's how he came to anyone's attention. Yeah, it was the World, World Cup. Cup. Mm, that's, yeah. that's, he, he must be right up he was trying to they trying to qualify for it aren't they it's a playoff so. yeah. Yeah. I did do an um, article on West Ham till I die about <sighs> his value right six <sighs> and a half million come on Sean finish your story six and a half million is what the papers said that Arsenal want to pay anyway. but I, I talked how to value a a Premier League football player <laughs> really I mean, remember, we sold Rio for 18 million back in the year 2000. David Louise, David Louise with 25 million euros, another mm-hmm. centre back. So, how much is Winston Reid in his current form got to be worth? He's got to be worth at least 15 million pounds of anyone's money to a Champions League club, that is. Because they got loads of money because of the new BT Sport deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Thank you for listening to Wanderers Podcast. 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 Uh, uh, radio. We've got a week's break, as Sean mentioned, so we will see you in two weeks' time. Yeah. Uh, enjoy the international break. Come on, you iron. Come on, you iron. Enjoy Ions. the Chelsea game. Bye. Bye. Eat, sleep, break, repeat. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast.